0: Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this podcast, I actually was filmed last night, but I had a technical difficulty, but it's actually a good thing that I actually had that because we got something we want to share with y'all toward the end. I think it's pretty good and where, you know, we are going definitely into 2024. So if you see the title on the screen here, Democrats can't afford to ignore the party's blackmail exodus. Now this article was posted by a Michael Hopkins. Now Michael here is a Democrat strategist. That's what he is. And you know, Michael, he's a person that should have the pulse of black America to share with the Democrats what black America need. Now let's talk about this. Let's go into this because We really got to do a little deep dive a little bit and kind of educate, you know, Mr. Hopkins here. So he says here, he said, as we head toward the 2024 elections, a stark and alarming trend confronts the democratic party. Say the noticeable drift of black males toward the Republican camp. Now I say a shift. It said it should ring loud warning bells and said, this isn't just a subtle change. It's significant and ominous signal let say in the 2020 election, Donald Trump secured about 12% of the black male vote, a notable increase from 8% he garnered in 2016. They say the numbers are more than just statistics. They represent a profound sense of disillusionment and neglect felt by black male voters within the Democratic party. They say this shift signals a severe communication breakdown and failure in representation by the Democratic party. And let me stop right there. See, Michael, you're supposed to be a strategist. And if you really had the pulse of black men, you wouldn't have said that. Black men aren't running around here saying, I want somebody to look like me. I want representation. Only, I'm going to say this, only the weak says that. Men understand you have to get resources and power. What's the point of representation if you're a lackey? What's the point of that? the majority of the so-called black representation are lackeys for white supremacy. We get no tangibles. Even if you are a lackey, we get nothing. I would understand if you were in that position and we were getting something out of it, then I would say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need more representation because we're getting a tangible resource out of that representation, but we get nothing. Number two, Michael, you talk about black men. Black men need money. Black men need paper. Of course, all black people do. But let's talk about black men. Black men have families to take care of. Whether they try to lie and label us all as some deadbeat who don't have a family, which is farthest from the truth. Black men, and the reason why they trended toward Trump is because Trump was putting it in position for black men to get some money. Most black folks, if they honest with you will say, Hey, when Trump was in office, we was getting money. Yeah. He was saying some craziness on Twitter at the time and wherever else he's saying it. But after all of that, we get money. Let me tell you something. I can care less what Trump got to say as long as that resource is coming to the black community. A lot of black men are business owners, whether they have a IT type of work, whether they a blue collar, whether they, whatever, A lot of black men are going to business for themselves. Why? Because there's no glass ceiling working for yourself, work with the folks. You're going to have a glass ceiling. You're going to be capped at a certain salary. We know all the racial politics that go on in these companies where the folks run. So a lot of black men are literally returning back into what our ancestors were doing, which was creating their own businesses. That's what our ancestors were doing. Our ancestors didn't say we need to have a neighborhood. We had whole towns. That was what our ancestors have done in this country. Okay. So black men on top of that, sir, is not just representation. The Democrat party didn't represent black men, black men talking about abortion. is not an issue for black men. We talking about paper. We talking about how I can save on some taxes, right? Cause the more paper we have, the more we can take care of our families. We can enjoy ourselves, etc. If we get into any kind of issue in this system, if you got paper, you can even defend yourself. Black people that got money can defend themselves even in this system a lot better than a black person who don't have a dime. The majority of the people that are locked up in jail that who are black men, they don't come from money. Why? Because if they had money, they would could defend themselves in all these cases. They wouldn't take these plea deals, etc. Another issue: you talk about voting rights. Black men got the right to vote. We're not crying about voting rights. I've been having my right to vote ever since I turned eighteen. I got a driver's license, a voter registration card. Nobody's stopping me. I live in a red state. And not one Republican tried to stop me from voting, not a one. So that's, that's not an issue either for black men. Black men need tangibles, reparations, anti-black hate crime bill, those sort of things. But at minimum, Trump is out here doing policies to, to put some money in black men pocket when he did the, the payroll tax uh, cut for a time that put more money in black men's pockets. It sure put more money in my pocket cause I was still working in my petrochemical job and that happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying so, so y'all so, so you are so-called strategist, Mr. Hopkins, and you have no clue. Now let's continue. He said it stems from a dangerous presumption of unwavering black male loyalty and say, an assumption that is now pro- proving to be a costly miscalculation. He said the differing approval ratings for Biden's 2020 campaign, as highlighted by the Pew Research Center showed a clear gap between black men and women and only 69% of black men are compared to 84% of black women. This disparity is clear indicator of the unique concerns and lived experiences that the party as a whole has failed to adequately address. Well, black men don't, can't benefit from section eight programs. We don't benefit from food stamps. I'm not saying all, all sisters are on that, but some of them are black men get none of that. Black men don't benefit from the family law courts at all unless you got some money, right? You can't sell, Oh, a degree to, and then these so-called degrees, a lot of our sisters have, they are bogged down in debt and you get these degrees and you can't even get a freaking job. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. I tell a brother, go get a trade before a degree. A lot of these trades will pay you a hundred thousand plus plus. So shoot, go to the school, get a CDL. You could be making six figures and you that type of dude like the hustle. You gonna get that bag or you become a, a journeyman or you become an electrician, a plumber or whatever you want to be. That's a, a blue collar job. You can make a lot of money. You get into an industrial electrician, right? working out there in, in, in the, in the plants the petrochemical. I used to be, you become a petroleum engineer, process operator, chemical engineer. There's so many different things that you can do within the petrochemical field that I would say, okay, go to school and get that right. And you can get a job out of college. There's a lot of black women that's very mad with the Democrat party too. Then on top of that, y'all lied about the race soldier. Y'all didn't do a police commission. Biden scrapped that. He didn't want to hear talk of that. He said, I'll leave that up to Congress. Biden and the Democrats did the biggest bait and switch to black America. And now y'all gonna understand the 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 air in your ways on election day. Now let's continue. He said the lack of black voices in strategic and leadership roles within the Democratic Party further deepens this disconnect. He said lacking black consultants and advisors results in messaging and strategies that do not resonate within the black community. This is just not about optics. It's a fundamental arrogance in the party's approach to its most loyal voting block. Now, brother Michael, you're campaigning for a job. You're basically saying, why aren't the Democrats hiring you? You sounding just like your homie over there, Boulay Martin. You're always trying to beg the Democrats. Listen, let me tell y'all guys something. Boulay Martin included. How much more begging you gonna do to these people? Where's your manhood at? You always begging these people for money, begging them for this, begging them for that. Create a product, promote your product that you own. So when you get to where you need to get to it, right, it's all you. It's all black owned. For instance, over here, I'm not begging CNN to put me on their platform. I'm not begging MSNBC. No, I create my own company. I create my own platform, my own app. Why do you think we promote our African diaspora news channel app and say, Hey, you want to support us, support us by downloading the app and getting a membership on the app. That's one of the best ways you can support our platform. Cause some people say I'm become a membership on YouTube. Look, I don't even want you to do that. Get the app. And if you want to do that, that's great. But get the app and and, and get a membership over there, preferably a year membership or you can do a quarterly membership or monthly, whatever you want to do but get the app that see we're building our own. We're not begging M- MSNBC. Can I get on joy Reed as a guest? No, we're not doing that. No, we have to follow the, the, the pattern of our ancestors to build our own. And I told y'all we're trying to get to 10,000 members on that app. Just 10,000. We don't have to have a million, just 10,000. And we are completely independent at that point. I want to get to the to, to the point where I can tell y'all we are finally completely independent now. Anything we do now is just going to be building more and more and more on top of that because we're not going to stop. Just because we, let's say we hit the ten thousand, well, we're going to hit it. Ain't no if. We when we hit the ten thousand, I'm gonna still keep building more. Okay, now we're gonna get to twenty. We get to thirty. We get to a hundred thousand. We gonna keep building. What that's gonna do? That's gonna open up more lanes and jobs for Black people through our company. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. I'm not just thinking about getting a bag from the Democrats, but that's what y'all do. And that's why the Democrats don't respect y'all. Now he says that he's a strategist himself. And he said he want to offer some frank advice to my white counterparts in the Democrat party. Here's his advice y'all because he's a strategist. He said to truly galvanize our community, it's essential to move beyond performative gestures. I agree with that. And delve into substantive, meaningful action. I can agree with that. He said, our voices need to be part of the conversation year round, not just election season. He said, this means including black leaders and constituents in policymaking and genuinely listening to our perspectives and say, many in our community still face significant barriers to voting, acknowledging, and actively working to remove these obstacles shows a commitment to our fundamental rights. We do not face an obstacle voting. No, we don't. Once again, I live in a red state. No one has stopped me from voting. Nobody. Nobody. If black people really wanted to vote and every last black American registered to vote and say, hey, we all go and vote in this next election. It don't matter what they do with the voting districts. It don't even matter. We all come out to vote a particular candidate or a particular candidates. They couldn't stop us from doing it if that's what we wanted to do. The majority of black folks who can vote don't. If anything, you need to be addressing voter apathy. If anything, we can come out and vote if we wanted to, right? Now, you're saying here that listening, listen, that listening stuff don't work. See, Barack Obama burned the Democrat party with that listening, all that. I'm listening to you. I hear you. All that I hear you and don't do nothing about it? Y'all y'all done with that. So you can't do no listening sessions with black folks no more. Right? You remember during the time of the election with Trump and Hillary and WikiLeaks at the time posted one of the emails to Hillary and said, "Do not promise them anything. Just tell them you you hear them, you listen to them, but don't give them anything." If you're approached by a Black Lives Matter uh activist, in other words, benign neglect. That came from the top of the Democrats. Now let's continue and say our support is earned through actions that demonstrate a real understanding of our challenges and a commitment to addressing them, not just by showing up to churches once a year. I mean, okay, I can agree with him on that 100%, even though I don't be going to nobody's church. It's a African American consultants' advisors shouldn't be a token gesture by the Democrat Party, but reflection of the demographic that has been the most reliable in the support. It's It's about seeing more African American faces and positions of power, not just as voters, but as policymakers, strategists, and leaders within the party. Michael, you're still campaigning shamelessly for a job, man. My lord. You don't listen, I am not begging the Democrats to put me on so I could tell them about black people. Let me tell you something through this microphone and the many microphones I have, I have shown black Americans the truth. I didn't have to lie. What you so-called strategists are doing is trying to teach the white liberal how to finesse black America to both of them and not give us anything. And the reason why you are having a hard time, Mr. Hopkins. And you uh, all of you who are shields are right now the the, the, the white liberal looking at you kind of funny style because you don't have a pulse of black america. Black america say benign neglect not going to work no more. We need tangibles. We don't need no uh 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 commissions cuz you didn't need no commission to give all that money in Ukraine. We don't need no study. You didn't study anything to give all this money that you given uh in, in services a uh, 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 rent pay and everything else to, you know, migrants to illegal foreign nationals. So the same thing you're doing for them, you could do for us. Biden want to Biden put in that $80 billion for the IRS. That could have been $80 billion on reparations. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying y'all worrying about trying to get people audited from the IRS instead of worrying about putting $80 billion in, 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 in the black American people's pocket to start reparations that could have been easily given out to everybody that $80 billion. If you want to do the everybody thing that $80 billion could have been another stimulus. See, if y'all was smart, y'all have did that. But see Trump was smart enough over y'all to do a stimulus, put his name on it. And then when sexy red come out here and say, Hey man, Trump gave us stimulus checks, Biden gave us nothing. He could have, but he wanted more money for the IRS instead of, for the people. But let's continue. Now you say Republicans have begun to appreciate the power yielded by African American voters. He said as a result, ignoring the increasing appeal of the Republican party to black male voters is a perilous oversight, especially given the potential for Trump's political resurgence. He said the Republican party's strategic messaging and policy initiatives, such as the first step act and the economic policies targeted at black workers and entrepreneurs, have found resonance with a segment of black male voters. Is that these successes, albeit limited policies, is it have been effectively utilized through targeted campaigning and messaging? Yes, because black folks need to keep the lights on. We need money. Black folks need to keep a roof over their head. We need money. See, abortion is not gonna pay a bill. Understand? LGBT and what people do in their bedroom. It's not going to pay a car note. It's no tangibles to supporting that. Talking about a, a trans participating in women's sports. That's not going to put food on the table for black men. Sorry, it's not y'all focus so much y'all attention on, on what I would say side quest instead of focusing on the main quest. why would we support a party that's focusing on all that other stuff? When you got someone that's focusing on cutting taxes, which black men like to hear, especially in business, you got a party talking about cutting regulations where black men, especially in business, like to hear when you got a party talking about, Hey, we're going to, we're going to put some paper in your pocket. We pro business. A lot of black men like to hear that or black men that work a career and making good money. They are making 80,000, 120,000, 200,000. They want to keep more money in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying all the stuff that y'all talk about immigration, They don't put no food on the table for black men. And y'all so head first in the immigration that, that you're not even paying attention to everybody else saying, Hey, wait a minute. We need, we need that same paper you give them to them so we can feed our families immigration don't put clothes on the back of black children that black men got to uh, put the clothes on. You understand? So yeah, a lot of black men, you know, who, the ones that actually got some, I'm going to say got some sense. Now we got some black men that's, you know, still in their feelings. And I understand, I understand. Cause so, listen, I'm calling it what it is. Some of them was raised single mothers and they took on their mama's emotional ways. It's not their fault. They, 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 they didn't grow up with their father. It's not, but a lot of men every day literally got to stomp out the woman in them and be men. You may look like a man. You may got a beard. You may got the strength of a man, but within you, you still like a woman inside of you, not saying you LGBT, but the ways of your mama is in you. The emotionalism, the responding in emotion, uh, always in your feelings for everything. Can't hear any kind of criticism from another man. You react just like a woman would when a man is trying to hold her accountable for something. That's what, how a lot of you are. Sorry. It's the truth in this community. It's sad. It's very sad, but it's the truth. You got some black men that get so much in their feelings about doggone Donald Trump and Donald Trump don't live with me. I don't know that man or whatever, but when it comes to politicians, I'm about what I can get out of them. If I can't get nothing out of them and they're not going to do nothing for me, I don't vote for them. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. It's not that hard. I'm not getting my feelings about a man. I don't know. Well, he got, he says racist stuff. Every, we live in a racist country. We've been living in this country for what, 500 years. If you, if we were so afraid of a, a so-called racism then you wouldn't go to work, you wouldn't go to the grocery store. You wouldn't put gas in your car. You wouldn't go nowhere. Matter of fact, you'd have left America already. So please, some of y'all fight about staying here. Let me talk about. Well, why don't we just get our stuff and move somewhere else? I ain't going nowhere. Well, okay, if you ain't going nowhere, then I guess it can't be that bad. Oh, yeah, I said it. I guess it can't be that bad. Let's continue. Say a practice that Democrats could better utilize. I said Democrats stand at a decisive juncture and must act swiftly and substantively to reverse Republican efforts to recruit African American voters into the folds the elevating black voices to key positions within the party oh god ensuring black consultants and strategists are integral to campaigning uh planning and develop policies that generally reflect and address the specific needs of black men must be the first step in any African American outreach strategy if you knew see michael you still shamelessly campaigning for a job first of all Michael, if you were a true strategist, you wouldn't be referring to us as African American right now because the term African American is kind of sour with a lot of black Americans right now. Why? Because we have a lot of African immigrants here, and a lot of African immigrants identify with their nationality and not even the continent that they come from. We know we are of African descent, we understand that, but we are black Americans. That's who we are. That's our, you know, race and our ethnic group. You understand? If you was a true strategist, you wouldn't be writing African-American all over the place. Yes. I know we have an African diaspora. I get that, but you're not even talking about that. You say an African-American at this point, Elon Musk can be called an African-American at this point. He has South African citizenship. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, but he cannot be called a black american he can't there's a big distinction with a black american versus a elon musk now let's continue it said moreover the party must commit to robust grassroots engagement initiatives that facilitate real dialogue with black male voters at the community level the upcoming decisions and actions of the democratic party will have profound implications reengaging and reinvigorating it's once again he says african american base particularly those who feel marginalized he says it's crucial for success in 2024 well you're not going to reengage anything without tangibles sorry you're not you can campaign michael all you want for a job but i'm telling you michael this next election Biden, Biden, of course, and like they I said, they're going to try like hell to cheat. They trying their best to cheat. They trying their best to sabotage. They trying. We see, we all see it. We all see it with the Trump situation. I mean, the Democrats kind of expose their hands. Why would you want to vote for a party that cheat like that? Now they say the party must move beyond rhetoric to demonstrate a true commitment to understanding and addressing the diverse needs of the African-American communities. And our failure to do so risk not only the party's chances in the upcoming election, but also the alienation of a vital part of his base, potentially setting the stage for a potential landscape, increasingly influenced by Republican dominance. Now, I'm going to tell you when, when a stick broke the camel's back uh, for black men, the campaign of Stacey Abrams. See after that election and Stacey Abrams lost and how, everybody was attacking black men. Oh, you didn't vote for Stacey Abrams. You black men are misogynists. You black men are this and that and the third, and then when they broke it down, a lot of black men voted for Stacey Abrams, even though she was talking down to us. And once black men saw that, they really had a lot of black men say, oh, okay, 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 I'm done. I'm done with the Tiffany Cross talking down to us. I'm done with the, the, the white liberal talking down to us. Any other sister that's talking down to us, We done with that. We're going to do what we need to do as men for a change. We are the only group of men in this country that our woman is telling us what to do. No other race of man deals with that. Like the black man deal with that. And black men has finally said, no, we're going to step up in the leadership positions that we need to be in. And politically we have to start doing that. And that Democrat party is anti-black is anti-black progress period. So a lot of, so you got to start to have more and more black men that's walking away from the Democrat party. Either they're going to sit it out, which a lot more will sit it out than actually vote Republican. And I, I told y'all before I'm fine. Either way you go, do you just don't give your vote Democrats. That's all the only thing that I'm saying. Right. But then you have some men who aren't in their feelings, who aren't having to stomp out the single mother that's in them. Right. And they understand that it's about business. I don't, I don't have to like him. You don't like your supervisor at, jo- at the job, but you still go. So, so if you you still going to your job and you know, your supervisor is low key racist or saying different things, you don't quit because of that. Do you No. you you go to work and say, Man, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm not going to deal with them. I'm here to get a paycheck. I got my bills to pay. So if we can do that at a job, why can't we do that sort of thing politically? If that's what we need to do at the time. Now, on top of that, I do, when I say in the beginning, I do have, I actually would use, like they would say, a praise report, an awesome praise report due to the work of this podcast. So I was written by a sister named Atara, and I'm not going to say her last name and locations, but I, I want to read this to you because this is what I'm very proud of and why I will continue to speak on this microphone to make a change in Black America. So, Sister Atara said that she's 58, say years young is what she said here when she wrote to me. She was born and raised in Brooklyn, and she now lives in Texas. She says she grew up in the "If you're Black, vote Democrat" era. She say I have been living that doctrine until I started watching your podcast approximately a year ago. So she started watching the podcast a year ago. And the reason why I created the podcast, because y'all asked me to, because I was originally just posting this on uh, Spotify, just an audio. It wasn't even no video or anything like that. Y'all asked me to create a YouTube channel uh, with this. And so based off of y'all, and this I tell people, I'm always going to come to y'all and ask y'all questions. If it's something we should do or not do, should we continue? If y'all say yay nay, we end it. Because one thing, I'm not like those corporations that say, "I'll oh, forget them people." I'm gonna do what I want to do, right? No, let's continue. Say before I was blessed in finding your podcast, I was watching Boulay Martin, and saying which I did not agree with most of what he spoke of. But again, I was raised in the Black Vote Democrat era. He said, "I've been ignorant to the issues and platforms regarding Black people and Democrats for decades." He's saying listening to your podcast and said, I have learned a lot about myself and what kind of world I want my children and grandchildren to live in. Say, I've always voted Democrat since the age of 18 and said, when I was able to vote, say, but for years, I've always known voting Democrat wasn't really getting us anywhere. November, 2024 would be the first time I will not be voting Democrat. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Let's continue. Honestly, they said, "I may not vote at all, uh, but the first time in the future, I would no longer be black vote Democrat, and I would not allow my kids and grandkids to live by that doctrine." He says she's a single parent of four adults and four minor children. Says she's a retired correctional officer. She's done that about twenty years. She says she's you know waiting for disability. They say when she's able, she'll gladly donate and get a membership to the podcast. She thanking me for. Uh, And and saying, please continue to inform black people, especially the younger generation as what is really going on. But as we said earlier, we prefer you actually to download the app um, on the Google uh, play store or Apple, you know, app store, African diaspora news channel app. Once you download it, um, if you click a video to watch, they're going to ask you to sign in. Then you can go ahead on and and get a um, membership from there. So, let's pay attention to what she said for decades, decades. Our sister was deceived, not and, and no fault of her own. And in one year, one year of listening to the truth that we are sharing here, one year undone decades. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. It, it's beautiful because I, this is why I love doing what I do. I love to see black people wake up. I love to see black people come into the knowledge of the truth. I didn't do nothing for her other than just present it. She saw it herself. She started comparing what she's been told what's out there. She even compared what Boulay Martin had to say, and she even understood that Boulay Martin is nothing but a propaganda meal for the Democrat party. She understood that. Let me tell you something. People are going to always resonate with the truth. You ain't got to use propaganda. Just give people the truth and let them chew on it themselves at the end of the day. That's why I'm not going to argue with y'all about Democrats. So I don't argue with you in comment sections. I'm not going to do all this debating with you. I'm just not going to do that because to me, that's a waste of time. I can be using that time to help educate the people. So understand that what we're doing is waking people up. It's waking people up. Boulay Martin is over there trying to put people to sleep in all his Democrat shields. But over here, if you want to get some information, if you want to see the truth of what the Democrats have actually been doing to our people, mine and yours, then you're welcome to come over here and, and, and listen, but make sure like say you support the podcast, make sure like I said, download that app. We need 10,000 people over there. We got to have that because like I said, they, they mess with your channels and mess with your numbers and mess with your reach is anything. So we got to make sure that we have y'all there because when that last incident happened with me with this particular channel right here and they took the money monetization away from this channel for about a day and then I got it back. i say, you know what? No, 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 no. The African diaspora channel, Remember I had that channel got deleted for about three days. I got it back. I say, once the last thing happens, say, no, we got to go full throttle on this app. We got to get the 10,000 members. We cannot be in this position where any social media platform will turn our water off. There we go. So shout out to that sister for waking up. Shout out to her. And we definitely gonna keep trucking along uh, with this you know, message here because the Democrats got a rude awakening coming. It's not just black men, it's black women too because they're paying attention to black men. Yes, but there's a lot of black women feel the exact same way. So they better not sleep on black women because they really going to be surprised election day.